Well, hello, tired one. Are you feeling a bit frazzled and worn out? Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments Podcast. We hope lessons from God's Word and encouragement from us will lead you to soul rest. The Sweet Sela Moments Podcast is brought to you by Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. Welcome back to Sweet Salem Moments Podcast, Episode 5, Turn Your Worries Into Prayers. Today we are going to talk about worry. We all do it. So Sharon, let's talk. Worry just seems so natural. What do we do with it? It's a very common problem, isn't it, Nicole? (laughs) It really is, and we do all do it. We're going to talk about it, but I kind of want to talk a little bit first about the twin to worry that we sometimes get confused with, and Mm. that is anxiety. Mm, Anxiety. So (laughs) it's a very different thing from worry, and let me try to explain the differences. Anxiety is when unbeknownst to you, when you're not even thinking about something troubling, all of a sudden your heart rate is going 90,000 miles a minute, Mm -hmm. you're sweating, and you're panicked. Mm. That's a physiological reaction from your body. It's not something that you planned on doing. It it can hit at the weirdest times. Have you ever had that happen? Oh, absolutely. I actually have struggled with anxiety since I was a little girl, and it's so... It comes out of the blue and it just kind of shocks like why am i anxious right now like nothing's really happening that like there's no bear (laughs) right right and there it is right yes yeah that's not the same as worry Mm. and let me just read one beautiful verse on anxiety so those of you that are listening can feel assured that uh, this is not a sin anxiety Mm. is a different beastie from worry which is a sin so psalm 94 19 says this when anxiety was great within me your consolation brought me joy. Mm-hmm. And I so love that because you've got great anxiety, everything's mm-hmm. going crazy, and God doesn't say, do not be anxious right, and worry, do this. You know? <laughs> He's he consoles. Mm-hmm. He and consoles. There's joy you. in that. Yes. There's joy in that. There consolation. is joy in that. Yeah. But the worry side of it is different. Mm-hmm. Worry isn't a physiological reaction. Worry is a choice in our brain to go over and over and over and over something that might ah, happen that isn't happening. Okay, yeah. I was really good at that. <laughs> I can remember seeing my daughters on a bike yes. and imagining <laughs> them falling off the bike and splitting their head open. Why? And I had a choice at that moment. Mm. I could continue to think those thoughts and mm. get more and more scared and then work myself into anxiety. Right. Or I could pray. And this is where I learned to turn my worries into prayer because I worried about everything. If Ray was home late from work, Mm. first five or 10 minutes, I was okay. The next 10 minutes, I started to be like, maybe he got in a car accident. Mm -hmm. By 20 (laughs) minutes, he was dead in my mind, you know? And (laughs) I'm like, now who do I call first? She's like, call my mother or my sister? I can't call my mother. She'll freak. I I mean, I was planning the funeral. Right, no, no. (laughs) What in the world? And then he'd come home and say there was bad traffic and I was sitting for 20 minutes. What? And you've already mourned him. I've mourned him (laughs) great. You know, I decided what to do with the insurance money. Right. (laughs) So so that's the foolishness of worry. And so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today. But this passage (laughs) that we're gonna read about our sweet seal moment passage Mm -hmm. for the day is uh, from Philippians four, and it's the first. How many verses did I choose to do? I think the first nine verses. Mm 
So let's read them together. And why don't you start? And All right. people that are listening, just listen. This is God's word. It's actually the best part of every podcast mm. is when we read God's word because Absolutely. we can mess up with our words, but God doesn't mess up with his. So <laughs> nope, go ahead doesn't. and start. Nicole. <laughs> Uh, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, dear friends. I plead with Euodia, and I plead with Syntyche, to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you, my true companion, help these women since they have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, along with Clements and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. So that's our passage for today, and it starts with a fight, which is kind of interesting. Before we get into the peace and the prayers, Euodia and Syntyche, whoever they were, were not getting along. Oh, really? I know. (laughs) It's pretty weird. And he's pleading with them. Paul is pleading with them to be of the same mind. Mm. So whatever was wrong was big enough that the church was aware of it. And, you know, sometimes arguments can start from the smallest things Mm -hmm. and from misunderstandings. And two good, well-meaning people can just clash. And Mm -hmm. I I don't know, but I bet that's what happened with Euodia and Syntyche because they're equally being talked to. It's not like one was right and the other was wrong and, you know, had to be brought under church discipline. Right. And Paul was really willing to bring people under church discipline if they needed it. So my guess is they both had a perspective. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking of a quarrel Ray and I had years ago <laughs> that is so, so in line with this nobody's really right or wrong. Yeah. Ray is super literal. Mm. So you have to be careful how you ask questions of him because he'll actually answer your question, but he won't answer the nuances like right. you want him to. <laughs> so we, I mean, we didn't have kids yet. We were newlyweds. And oh, it was a beautiful spring day and I really wanted to take a walk. And he was reading a book. Yeah. And so I came up to him with my cutest little smile and I said... <laughs> Do you want to take a walk with me? And I mean, he's a literalist, right? He's reading his book. He said, no. <laughs> oh, no. That was it. I know. Just no. <laughs> and I was like 22. And I'm like, I, it turned into this huge fight. I was oh, yeah. so offended by it. Right. I, I immediately went to, you don't love me. Right. You don't care about me. The, the bloom is off our, you know, romance. Right. <laughs> the and, end is near already. Yes, it was terrible. And all he had done is be right. Yeah. I asked if he wanted to take a walk. He didn't. 
That's he so was funny. quite happy with his book. So <laughs> that's that's an example of two well-meaning people getting mm. really cross signals. Yeah. Because of course he loved me. Right. And and if I had said, "Honey, I want to take a walk with you. Would you finish your chapter and go for a walk with me?" I know this because I've done it this way too. It works <laughs> way better. He's way more likely to say yes. But if oh, I'm good. going to ask a simple question, gonna I'm going to get my literalist husband's right. answer, right? So um, Euodian syntyches might have been more serious than that. But I wanted to <laughs> give it as an example because in this particular case, Paul is not putting blame on either one of them. He's not saying, Syntyche, you know, you need to get over being jealous or Euodia, mm. you need to do whatever's. You guys need to be of one mind and one spirit. Mm. You've miscommunicated somehow so badly that it's disrupting the church. Right. Yeah. Wow. And then you can get into this nasty cycle in your minds. And once, once you think somebody is not... Um, favoring you, not mm. thinking the best of you, you judge everything they say and do mm. by the thought that's that they're true. kind of like an enemy now. Right. And that's what I did with poor Ray. Mm. Well, obviously you don't love me, you know? Right. <laughs> and and you put onto them things that aren't even theirs. You so take everything the wrong way after that. Once you have it in your mind that it's like, okay, well this must mean this instead. <laughs> that's what we do. We go to this must mean yes. instead of what they actually meant. Right, instead of taking it so, at face value. Yeah. So Paul, mm. before he gets into these wonderful instructions, wants Euodia and Syntyche to get their act together <laughs> and he asks for the other people around them to help them. Um, mm -hmm. be in harmony with one another again because that's best. And then he goes into sort of um, how to live well. Mm -hmm. And I think it came out of his thinking that they weren't, and he wanted to give them advice on how to live well. So he starts in verse 4 with, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. I love how Paul repeats Mm. Do you repeat t instructions to your children, or the first time you say it, Nicole, are they just with you? Oh, yes. They listen the first time. It's wonderful. No, I, I say so many times, I need to record like four phrases and just like hit the record, like hit the play button for my yes. children. Just yes. like four. Just four. That'd be like 300 of my words every day. It would. Over and over. Over and over yes. again. Yes. My grandchildren lived with me last year, and yeah. I heard Mary say, Gabriel, sit on your bottom and straight in the chair. Yes. Over and over. Right? Because oh, he's man. a squirmy little boy yep. just so just be still <laughs> and that's so normal yeah. but guess what it's normal with grown-ups too i know that's funny so here's paul going let me just tell you this twice because just you're not going to you be really it. good at it rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice <laughs> okay so we may be crabby with people we may be in a weirdo mood but we're always to remember all that we've got to rejoice in mm. in the lord and in the eternal perspective, we've got a lot to rejoice in. Yes, we do. We're saved. We are, we are creatures that would be lost because of the sin and gunk in our lives if it were not for a Savior who took them from us mm. and carried that burden and took the punishment on himself. I mean, right there. Right there is reason to rejoice. Oh, yeah. And then there's like heaven. That's pretty rejoicing. And then there's heaven. Yeah. And then there's heaven. <laughs> it's pretty amazing too. Which is going to be pretty amazing. <laughs> yes. And oh. then there's the fact that he never leaves us or forsakes us and I on know. and on. So uh, he starts his final exhortations with this rejoice thing. And then, and this might be still dealing with you, Odia and Syntyche, let your <laughs> gentleness be evident to all. Mm -hmm. The Lord is near. He's not far from you. Mm -hmm. Be gentle. <laughs> 
I have such a hard time with gentleness sometimes. Yes. I'm very bossy. Mm-hmm. Are you an oldest child? I think you are, I aren't am. you? Look at us. I know. We're in trouble. <laughs> we are. We're both oldest we're children. We're particular. We like things done a certain way, the right way that's the first right. time. They're and that's like hard. <laughs> it is hard. And it's hard to be gentle it is. when you know the right you way. You know the right way. Right, right. I'm right. Yes. So just do it the right way. Just please. do it that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we can become harsh without yes. meaning to. And right. that can cause arguments. And of course, Ray had to learn that just saying no to me that day that was not gentle, right. you know? But he didn't, he he had no ill intent toward me. He right. was like totally astonished when I was upset. Like what, you asked me a question, I answered your question. Right. Where is so <laughs> we have to work on gentleness. I think yeah. we all do. We have to work on gentleness. But then we move into the sort of the main theme song of this particular podcast, mm. which is Turn Your Worries Into Prayers. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the reason why I take this anxious as more of a worry kind of anxious mm. is because it's referring to things. Mm. Anxiety is often not related to a thing right. at that moment. Right. It's just a body reaction mm. to maybe pressures that were earlier, but it's not directly related to that circle in your mind where you're like, He's not home from work. He must be dead kind of thing where you just worry and worry. Or um, they're never going to forgive me for saying this and repeating an argument over and over and over. Just things to your mind. You can torture yourself. Oh, my goodness. It's terrible. (laughs) We do it ourselves. (laughs) Yes. And the the thing with worry is the more you think those thoughts, Mm. the more it becomes like you, you almost like dig a groove in your brain. Right. You know, and then so easily when the same kind of thing happens, you just slide right back into that groove, mm. and you go. It gets round, deeper, and it gets deeper. Yeah. And the deeper that groove is, the easier it is to stay in it, and the harder right. it is to climb out of it. Hmm. So that's worry or anxiety in this particular translation, mm-hmm. but anxious about things, about things you're thinking about. Right. Um, but then Paul says the answer to that in every situation. Notice that every. It's every. just not occasionally. <laughs> in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present these requests to God. Mm. There's the answer. And I can remember the day that I decided to take this passage seriously. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I decided that, and I had my five words, turn your worries into prayer. Oh, I like that. One for each finger. One for each finger. That's a good illustration. Yeah. Do you know how much I prayed the next nine months? Because (laughs) trying that out. (laughs) Every time I worried, I prayed. Every Mm. time. And it wasn't like, you know, Catherine's wobbling on her bike and I see her and I'm worried. So I said, you know, dear Lord, help Catherine not to fall off her bike. And I was right. done because, oh no, as soon as I prayed that, I was worrying about her bike again. Right. But because I'd made that determination, I just prayed again. Wow. And again. And again. Mm. And if um, I was afraid on the highway because I thought Ray was not as safe as I wanted him to be, <laughs> although he really was. It was, mm. again, I just had this worry thing going on where everything was scary. I would pray the whole time. I, I wouldn't allow that groove. I wouldn't allow the worry. I just prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. I mean, I was talking to God constantly because I right. really was really good at the worry thing. But somewhere in that first year, and mm-hmm. it was months. I don't know if it was nine months, but it was months. Nine months just sounds good because that's like giving birth to a baby. Right. You know, it was like I was in labor habit. for right. a long time over this. <laughs> it was, it left me. 
That's wow. all. The only way I know how to say it, Nicole, it left me. I wasn't scared anymore. Mm. I could drive to Logan Airport without being afraid of it. People could oh, back up in their wonderful. car, and I wasn't panicked that they were going to hit a wall. Right. It left me. And I don't know why, but all I can think is um, the enemy of my soul doesn't want me at peace. Mm-hmm. He wants me in fear and torment all the time. Right. And that's what worry does to you. Mm-hmm. And so if every time he poked at me with that, I prayed, he lost. He's like, mm, this is not a good strategy. <laughs> he She's just praying a lot now. <laughs> he is praying all the time. She's running right to God with this yeah. rats. She's not sticking in her brain and getting deeper and deeper into that groove. She's actually talking to God more. Mm. And it just left me. And I have not had that kind of struggle since. And I'll, I'll be in situations where I remember when it would have been this really panicky thing for me. Right. And I still praise God for it. Oh, and I'm like, wonderful. Lord, you you freed me. Right. But it wasn't a quick freeing. It really wasn't. It was a it was a determined effort to pray, 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 mm-hmm. and not give up. Right. I think too often when we read a biblical command, we try it once, and if it <laughs> doesn't work, we right. quit. <laughs> well, this one doesn't work. work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But God never says try it once, and if it fails, go on to something else. Right. Now that verse wasn't. Hello, you, was, yeah. <laughs> no. He's he he wants us to continue yes. doing these commands. You know, uh, whether they seem to work or not. Mm. I mean, we're not we're not given a pass on loving people either. It's right. not like well, I love them, and it didn't work. They're still crabby. <laughs> so now I don't have to love them anymore. I think not. Right? <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to love, love them it. till we die. <laughs> it just never stops. And it's the same with worry. Mm-hmm. It's just an amazing thing. Whenever a thought lands, and we can't help thoughts that land, right. we can either let them in and mm-hmm. let them do the churning, or we can turn it into a prayer mm-hmm. and just pray a ton like all yes. the time pray because he doesn't change the circumstance there's still kids climbing trees and husbands yes. driving to work in traffic and so those yes. things don't go away no they don't but just developing that habit of that like, habit okay, of praying I'm worried let's pray yep and that's again, good. let's pray. Yep, and again and again. <laughs> yes, yes. And at least you're doing something good with it. That's Worrying true. Worry does no good. No. It's not. You're just stuck in this pot, yeah. stirring, you yep. know? But if you're praying, you're doing something. Mm. You're doing the only thing you can do because I can't cro- I can't control traffic, That's and true. I cannot control whether Catherine is going to stay on her bike. We can't bubble wrap them even though we've tried uh, to. <laughs> no. <laughs> So that's the only way to do it. (laughs) So, And here it is. This is Paul's advice, and he probably knew what he was talking about. I do believe he did. (laughs) It also is kind of fun because in that same verse, it says to present the the prayers with thanksgiving. And I think that's a really important part of prayer to Mm. not just, you know, help me, help me, help me, help me, which can also be anxiety producing, Mm -hmm. just, you know, sort of dwelling on your problems as you're praying. But the thanksgiving part calms you. So, example, Catherine's on her bike and she's wobbling and I'm like, oh Lord, please help her not to fall off the bike. Father, please, if she does fall off the bike, help it to be little. Lord, protect her head, <laughs> you know, or wherever I'm going right. with it. That doesn't necessarily calm me as much as it should. Right. Thank you, Lord, that I can talk to you in prayer. Thank you, Father, that I have a healthy child who can ride a bike. Mm. Lord, thank you that we can afford a bike. Right? <laughs> right? And every thank you calms me. Mm. just seeing what I can find in that situation to be thankful for. And that's why that's there, because we don't do that naturally when we're Mm -hmm. anxious. We're not thinking about our blessings or the thankful things. We're just seeing the death and the doom and the gloom and it getting worse and worse. Yes. 
That's, yeah. that's a great Isn't that amazing? Shift. It <laughs> is. It is. Yeah. And that is why it's there. I mm-hmm. believe that too, because that's part of the not being anxious and worrying yeah. is the thanking. And we have to add that into the prayers and petitions. We do. Or we'll still be kind of in that we'll circle. We'll still be in the circle. Right. Right. Wow. That's yeah. so good. Isn't that fun? I love that part. <laughs> so, and then the next verse, um, verse seven, tells you what happens when you do this okay. repeatedly. <laughs> da, 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 da. What happens? Why don't you read it, Nicole? <laughs> and the peace of God which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's what happens. I love that. And not immediately sometimes. Sometimes mm. there's a lot of praying for us, but it does happen. Right. And the peace of God guards you. And that's what it's, happened to you. It was, he was guarding your mind and your heart. Yeah. So then those worries weren't getting through anymore. They weren't getting through anymore. <gasps> it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. It worked. And it was so good. And it really does transcend understanding because yeah. circumstances don't change. Right. It doesn't make sense no. to not worry about it no. anymore. But there it is. Mm. There it is. And there can be peace in the midst of the hardest things mm. because I'm finding what to be thankful for in them and I'm praying my way through them and not worrying my way through them so that's um, that's, I I recommend it I recommend trying it Uh, you will pray a lot Mm -hmm. that's good I mean, I feel that's good. We can't really get anything negative from praying too much. There's no negative consequence. No, there really I mean, pray more. It's like, this is, a, this is a good thing to try. Yes, yes. And of course, this is praying with your eyes open, watching your child on the bike. It's Absolutely. not like you're walking in your bedroom and, you know, burying your head under a pillow praying. But it's praying as you go. Yes. And, and that's a kind of prayer. Mm. You know, there's the prayer where you're quiet during your sweet mm. sila time in the morning and you're just all holy with God. And then there's the prayer in the moment. Yes. One of my favorite prayers in the moment is the story of Nehemiah, who was cupbearer to the king and was really grieved about Jerusalem mm. and wanted to go back and rebuild the walls around Jerusalem. Yes. And yet, how does he tell the king this? So he's a servant right. and he's a captain captured person you mm. know that's not the word i wanted but Cap- a captive captive hello <laughs> he's a captive you don't just go tell the king that conquered your country and dragged you all away as slaves you'd mm. like to leave him thanks and go Excuse back and me, rebuild sir. a wall right <laughs> right so um he prayed about it and he mm. did the deep kind of praying about it mm. but then he walks into the king's presence with this cup that he mm. had to he always drank the cup first so if it was poison he died and the king didn't Whew, kind of it's not a job i'd want uh, no, <laughs> an interesting job and his face was sad and evidently that was against the law can you imagine what i know you would be, be in so much trouble if I- <laughs> in the presence of the king and wow. so but the king liked nehemiah because nehemiah drank the cup Kept that might alive. be poisoned every day right <laughs> so he said what's troubling you mm. and in that moment yeah. in that moment nehemiah prayed wow. and and you see it and i sent a prayer to the lord asking for help basically yeah and then he spoke and i'm like there it is. There's a prayer in the moment. That's There's wow. not the solemn on your knees, holy, holy moment. Right. That's the, oh, God, help me now moment, mm-hmm. praying. And that's kind of the turn your worries into prayer moments. You know, in every you're situation. right there mm-hmm. in every situation. Yeah. yeah. When you're walking, when you're sleeping, wherever, whatever it happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in bed and you're going around in circles, pray for an hour. It's right. going to do a whole lot more good. Right? Yeah. Also, you'll fall asleep. It's amazing. I know. <laughs> and I love it. What better way to fall asleep than talking to God? I know. Yeah, and no guilt just wake in up that. And start what a beautiful over. way to fall asleep. I know. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, And oh. then this last part, these last verses are sort of advice on what to fill your mind with so that you're not worried that there's going to be an earthquake or we're going to have World War III tomorrow. Mm. You know, just watching the news can create all kinds of things mm. to focus on unduly. Should we watch the news and know what's going on? Yes. Should we worry about it? No. 
and constantly putting it in so, front of us. Yeah. Yeah. So it says this, finally, brothers and sisters, and then it has this whole list of what's true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy. <laughs> that's where our thoughts ought to go. Mm. And so that's a good kind of test. Right. Am I going over and over again what um, that woman said to me that hurt my feelings? Mm. Well, hmm. Is that noble? Is that pure? Is that a lovely thing to go over and over in my mind? Oh, probably not. Is it making me love her more? I don't think so. Mm. So I can kind of gauge a lot of the thoughts that are in my head by asking, is this admirable? Is this excellent? Is this praiseworthy? Is this something where God would want my mind to dwell? That's a really good test to run it through. Yeah. So, and then... Boy, oh boy, Paul, I can't say this yet. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. Mm-hmm. That's how... So go and do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. This is what I do, says Paul, so yeah. you go and do it. Right. And then you get that reminder about peace again, and the God of peace will be with you. So, and worry is unpeace, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, it's it like is. It's like the opposite of peace. There's no peace in worry. No, absolutely So he's not. almost contrasting the two, you know, you want to be this way or this mm-hmm. way. And um, I, I choose peace. Please give me peace. Yes. I don't need to worry. I have walked that path. It is not fun. No. And when it, when it starts up ever, I just go right to prayer mm-hmm. because um, I don't want it again. It's no. awful. Mm-hmm. And again, it's different from the physical manifestations of anxiety, right. but they are related yep. because you can worry yourself into anxiety as Absolutely. well, right? I <laughs> yes. mean, they're not always out of the blue sometimes. Right. So there's a combination there, but he consoles us. He doesn't, he does. he's not mean to us. He's so, so kind. He's, he's kind. so much kinder than I am to my children sometimes. Oh my. <laughs> I feel that way too. He's so, so much good. kinder than me too. He has so much patience with yeah. me. He really does. He just loves us so. Yeah. So, podcast listener, (laughs) do you worry? We want to know. You probably do because you're human. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But our challenge to you this next week, just even try it for a week. Every time you worry, every time something comes into your head that's going to stick there and make your heart beat a little faster and make you a little more depressed and do no good, every time turn it to prayer. Mm. doesn't have to be a complicated prayer. You do not have to sound profound. How about just, Lord, help me not to think about this. Or, Father, help there not to be a World War III. And if there is a World War III, <laughs> help me to cope. Just mm. little phrases that turn the focus from the panicky thing to the God who is in control, to the God who knows the beginning from the end and is sitting on his throne, not worrying himself about life, but completely convinced that things are going to turn out okay. That's what we do with worries, dear one. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, how I thank you that you are the sovereign God who does not worry, who has all things under your control. Father, forgive us when we borrow trouble and worry about things that haven't even happened and and rob ourselves of the joy that we could have in the present Help us to turn our worries into prayers, Lord, to bring them to you and to leave them at your feet and then feel safe again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, Sharon, we've learned a lot today about turning our worries into prayers. Thank you for sharing. I'm definitely going to be trying that out this week. (laughs) Uh, We'd love to hear from you listeners. How do you guard against worry and its way of spinning helpless circles in your brain? Um, Stop on over to our podcast pages at sweetsela.org and at wordradio.net. 
Check out our chatter there and add a comment or two. Please follow us and encourage your friends to do the same. Let's make sweet Sila moments a daily happening thing in our lives as we turn our worries into prayers. And tune in next time for episode 6, Thirsting for the Living God. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. Sweet Sela Moments is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast, including show notes, can be found at sweetsela.org and at wordradio.net. Thank you for joining us.